You are listening to Freedom Church STL. If you would like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit freedomchurchstl.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy this message. I want you to get your Bibles out and I want you to turn to Luke. Luke chapter 15. We're going to start in verse 11. So thankful for Ed and Ellie. Yeah. I, I am. I, I mean, I, I love them and all. I just, I'm just so thankful. They've been here. They've been here from the very first service. Very, very first service. 13 Easter's with us, right? God's good, isn't he? God's faithful. So good. So good. You know, can we just do something just real quick? I, I just want to do this. Can we just pray? I want to pray for Ed. Yeah. I just want to pray for strength in his body. Can we do that? Come on, let's just stretch out our hands towards him and just just pray. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you for my friend. Father, I thank you that you are strengthening his body. I thank you for it. Strengthening his mind. Strengthening his legs. Him and his bride have days to run. Days to run. Years to run. Let them run with strength. Let them run with boldness. Father, they carry your message They carry your message wherever they go. Keep sending them. We thank you for them in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Where did I tell you to go? Huh? Where? Where is it? Luke 15, out of the mouth of babes, right? Luke 15, starting in verse 11. Let's start there. How many of this story... We're going to talk about this story. The, the story is, uh, they kind of label it. The, the heading of this story is the prodigal son, right? And I know some of us sitting in church, yeah, let's get them. Get the prodigal sons today. It's Easter, right? Oh, let's get them. No, this story is much more than just about one son who decided to do his own thing. There, there's another character in this, and we're going to talk about the love of the father and the heart of the father, and we're going to see Jesus in this. We're going to see how it applies to all of us. See, I'll tell you something. When we break down this story, the thing that we're going to see is we're going to see, you know, today we celebrate Jesus, right? We, and we do this every Sunday. By the way, if you're new here, it's like this every Sunday. We just celebrate, man. This is what we do. This is, what else are we going to do? It's like the Bible's like, like the guy said, man, where else are we going to go? You have the words of life. We're, we ain't ever leaving you. So this is normal for us, all right? We get over the word. We dig it out. We get into some truth. But, but today what I want to celebrate as we celebrate Jesus, the empty cross, right? And the empty grave, the, the risen Savior, we, we celebrate that. And, and what I want to talk about today is, is seeing Jesus as the kind of the physical manifestation of the heart of God. Meaning we see Jesus, him, Jesus coming to earth, God stepping down into the creation's form, doing what creation could not do, right? Taking our place, paying a price that we could not pay, taking it on himself and saying, I got this and I love you before you even love me. 
I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to go to you before you ever come to me. And so we see in the form of Jesus, the heart of the father. And we see, and we're going to see in this story of the prodigal son. Oh, and by the way, his brother, that Jesus runs to those and the heart of the father still runs to those that are morally and, and, and self-indulgent, but he also runs to the self-righteous. He runs to us all. But what I'm going to leave us with today is then what do we do with it? What do we do with the response once we've seen the heart of the father? What do we do with it from here? So let's pray before we jump into this. Father God, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you that today that it is live. It's active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to divide us to our very core. Father, today we don't take it lightly. Father, we recognize the presence of your Holy Spirit in this place. And we ask that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you take your word and you uh, uh, change us, deal with us, convict us, whatever you have to do to call us into life. And then let our ears be open and our hearts be soft enough to respond and turn to you. Father, we honor you today. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. So let's just pick up this story. How many of you know this story? Raise your hand. So don't, we're not a perfect church. Raise your hand. They will judge you if you're, don't raise your hand. As Like, why haven't you heard this story? In Luke chapter 15, as the children said, starting in verse 11, we pick up this story. Jesus is speaking. He's going to tell this story, and he's literally speaking of himself. He's saying, he, he's saying we're going to talk about the father. We're going to talk about these two sons, but I want you to see me in this. The guys he's talking to don't even get it. We're looking back with all the wisdom and all the teachings of the past, and no, man, he is speaking of himself. We understand that he is showing the heart of the father through the, the actions of this dad in this story. So let's just start in the beginning and let's dig out some truths. Starting in verse 11, it says this. Jesus continued. He said, there was a man that had two sons and, and the younger one said to the father, give me my share of, it, of the estate. So he divided his property between them. And then not long after that, the younger son got together all he had and he set out for a distant country. And there he squandered all his wealth in wild living. And after he had spent everything, there was a, a famine in the whole country and he began to be in need. And so he went and he hired himself out as a citizen of the country and he, and he sent himself to the fields uh, to feed the pigs. He longed, guys, he was so hungry, he longed to fill his stomach with even what the pigs are eating. And by the way, I've never lived on a farm, but I've seen what they eat. This dude was desperate. But no one gave him anything. And then all of a sudden, this son, this prodigal son, as we would call him, the son that is, that is morally uh, empty, and the, the son that is the, the wicked son, and the, the son that, you know, the, the son that's just doing all the socially wrong things, all of a sudden, he comes to his senses. And he says, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare and here I am starving to death. I will set out and I'll go back to my father and, and say to him, and I love this, he formulates a plan. This is what I'm going to say to dad. I'll say to him, and 
Father, I have sinned against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and he went to his father. Now, some of us can relate to that kid. Some of us can relate and we, can, we have found ourselves. You might even walked into this place and, and, find, and you, you might be where this kid is. But some of us, man, we can relate because we think back to where we were at, what we did. We ran off. We did our thing. We were like, I'm going to do, I'm gonna go do sin and I'm going to do it well, right? Like I'm, I'm not going to mess around. I'm going to sin and I'm going to be awesome at it right? I mean, some of us excelled, right? And then all of a sudden we woke up. All of a sudden we woke up and we look around and we're like, man, this, I, I'm empty. There, there, I've got nothing. I'm, I'm filling myself with that which is not filling me. Man, I got to do something. Maybe I can go back to dad, but, but not as his son. No way. I'm obviously morally bankrupt. He's not going to take me back. So I know, I'll, I'll just tell him, Dad, uh, man, I sinned against you. I messed up. Could you just make me like a hired hand to you? Could you just let me back in the house and I'll, I'll serve in your fields? But I, can I do that? And some of us have had that mindset. Some of us have had that experience where we have found ourselves far off. You, 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 you know the Father God. You know create the Creator. But you have run from Him and you're far off. And, but now you're saying, man, I, I, I'm empty. I'm filling myself with nothing. i got to go back. But then all of a sudden we see this. Starting in verse 20. As the Son begins to walk back, we're going to see in this story as Jesus is talking, He is saying, this is the heart of the Father. And the heart of the father says this, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. And he ran to his son and he threw his arms around him and he kissed him. Guys, listen to me. If you do not have a picture of what we are celebrating, of what Jesus did for us, this is it. While we were before, had the kid even said anything to dad yet? Had he apologized yet? Had he done anything? Had he come back and said, dad, I'll work in the field yet? Had he done anything? No. The heart of the father says, I see you at a long distance. And my heart is to go to you and not be far from you. And so we see this, and we, this is what we celebrate. This is what we celebrate. Jesus, God the Father saying, I, I see my creation far off. Go to, they can't get to me. They're gonna try. They've got a plan. They're gonna sacrifice some things. They think that's gonna, that ain't enough. Go to them. And how he did it was he sent his son. He said, go, go to him, get him back. Love on them. Tell them I love them before they ever utter a word, before they ever get a sentence out of the mouth. Let them know that I love them while they're my enemy. I loved them in the pig pen. I, I love them. This is the heart of the Father. This is what we celebrate today. And so we see this story, and most of us, we know this story, and we say, yes, yeah, that's right. Those morally bankrupt kids, 
And we've got, we might even have family members, right? Oh, yeah, I know Aunt Sally. I know this lady. Over, I know my uncle this. Oh, yeah, I got crazy Uncle Billy, right? Oh, yeah, he's morally corrupt. Oh, yeah, go get him, God. He, he needs it. He's the prodigal. We think that's all this story is about, as if he only came to run after those that were just morally depraved. But the reality of it is, is we see something happen here. They obviously have this experience. The father runs to the son, loves him, kisses him, and the son's got to be so caught off guard. He's like, okay, wait a second, wait a second. I had something prepared. And he's like, dad, dad, what did I say? What did I say? Okay, it's got pig slop on it. Okay, dad, I, I sinned against you. I've done this, I've done this, I've done that. And the dad with his love that went before him, before he heard anything, says, okay, you're back. Man, you're my child. What do you think I'm going to do? Turn you away? And all of a sudden, there's this celebration and the rejoicing. And, and because the son has returned, and it's good news. And we're like, yes. Oh, we want to see that today because we think that's the end of the story. But I told you, he runs not only to the morally depraved, he runs to the self-righteous as well. I want you to jump forward in the story because as this is all going on, Jesus is going to fill in the latter half of the story about his son, the other brother. And we're going to pick this up in verse 20. I can't see it. I think it's 25. 28. I have got to get better glasses. It says the older brother became angry and refused to go in. Why? Because the older brother had realized he'd been out in the field working for his dad, doing all of this stuff. He was in the right place. He was the righteous son, the one that was doing the right things. I've done these things. I've earned these things. And now, all of a sudden, the, the crazy brother's back and they're celebrating. Robes are being given out. Rings are on fingers. Fatted calves, right? It's a bad day to be a fatted calf, right? They're eating lamb, right? It's a, it's a good day for them. And now, but all of a sudden, instead of the brother rejoicing, man, my brother's back, what do we see happen? The older brother became angry and refused to go in. And so, see this, don't miss this. So his father went out and pleaded with him. I want you to see this. Not only does the father run to the morally bankrupt, he runs to those that are self-righteous. He runs to those that think, that have an idea in their head. Because follow me on this. I, we're going to reveal where the brother struggled. So we know, socially we know where the prodigal son struggled, right? We know how he got to where he was. But what was the older bro brother's problem? What was his problem? I'm so glad you asked that question. But he answered his father, look, all these years I have been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders, yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours has squandered your property with his prostitutes, comes home and you kill the fatted calf. So what was the older brother's problem? It was easy. He was under the mindset that what made him a son was doing. I'll just do, right? 
I am a son and I deserve what my dad has, not because of his love, not because of the heart of the father, but because I'm in church. I go to church every Sunday, right? I am, I am, I am thought well of in the community, right? I have a wife and 2.5 kids, right? I don't kick dogs. I let people merge, right? There are things that I do. I am morally sound. I have done these things. I have earned it. And yet you've never given me anything. I've been out working and you've given me nothing. And the father's like, man, you've missed it. You've been with me this whole time. You've been with me this whole time. And my heart towards you is love, not because of what you do, but because I love you and you are my son. You have access, not because of what you've worked for, so that nobody could boast. You have access because I have made you my son because I love you. Guys, we, we think these Sundays are just designed for the prodigal son to come walking in that door and I've been, I've spent it all. I've been with the pigs. Let me come forward and we all just stand. Oh good. He's finally back. He needs this, right? Well, I'm just going to keep working and somehow earn my way, earn my, or earn the father's love. I'll just keep earning it. Two problems. Morally bankrupt and self-righteous. And yet the heart of the Father runs to both. So what's the difference? Well, the heart of the Son is the, really the thing that kind of changes everything. See, after this, we know what took place. A celebration, right? We know what took place. A fatted calf was killed. There were robes put on backs. There were rings put on fingers. But the only way into the celebration... The only way to access into the celebration was that heart of the one that found himself in the pig pen and said, I know, I see my brokenness. And I'm not enough. And this is off. And so I need to go to the Father and ask him to forgive me. And thankfully, the heart of the Father has already made a way so that when we as sons and daughters come before Him and say, Father, forgive me, the love of the Father doesn't stand there with His arms crossed. He's already reaching for us as we're getting it out of our mouth and saying, I love you. I hear your repentance. I see that. Welcome into the celebration. The difference with the self-righteous one just thinks he's just going to go out in the field and earn it. I'm just going to go and work for it. I'm not coming in that celebration. It's not fair. It's not right. There wasn't a heart of brokenness. And the, the older son could, in that moment could have just stopped and said, Dad, I missed it. I've been working for this thing my whole life. I've been working all of my good deeds. I'm trying to build them up as an altar to make you love me. And I've missed the fact that you love me just because you're my dad. I missed it. I'm sorry. One brother gets to come into the celebration and one brother is left out in the field. You see, my fear is this, guys. My fear is, is that sometimes, my fear is that sometimes it is easier, I feel like, to see the love of the Father from the pig pen than it is the field. 
because we think we're in the right place. I'm in church every Sunday. I volunteer every Sunday. I'm a good person. I've done good things. Surely that's enough. Surely that's earned me away. The only difference between the two sons was not one was in a pig pen and one was in a field. The only difference between the two sons was one said, I repent. I repent and I just want to be with my dad. I just want to be with my dad. I just want to go back there. I want to be with him. And I'm sorry. I look where I'm at and I, I don't like it and it's not filling me up. And I stand before you and I beg you today, some of you might be in the pig pen. It's never going to fill you up. But some of you might be here under the disguise of self-righteousness. And I promise you, there's nothing you can do to work and to earn his favor. You cannot work and earn heaven. There will never be a moment that you will get to stand before the creator and say, I've done all of this. That has to be enough. All of our hearts have to be broken and say, even the best of my works fall short. Dad, I need you. And the love of the Father can run to you today, the self-righteous and the morally bankrupt. And he says to you both, he says to us all, I'm enough. But what are we going to do with it? That's our choice. That's the gospel. That's the gospel message. The Father loves you. The Father has done what you cannot do. He has made a way for you to be restored back into your right standing as sons and daughters. You will either make a choice to either repent and leave the pig pen or get angry and go back to the fields. It's on you. It's not on me. It's not. If I could, I, I would go around and shake all of you. I mean, socially distance and all. But I would shake all of you. Right? And I would shake you until you repented. And I would pray for you until you repented. And until your heart was finally broken. Until you finally saw the heart of the Father. I would do that. But I can't. This is on you today. This is on us today. So I want to do something. I want to just give us a moment. We have celebrated. We have rejoiced. We have rejoiced for those that have identified with Christ in the baptismal waters. We have worshipped Him today. We have heard the Gospel. We know the heart of the Father and we see it in the person of Jesus. He runs while we are still a far way off and He says, I love you. So now what I offer you is, is a response. What do you do from here? Well, it, it, what do you do when you've ever realized things are off? I'm sorry. Forgive me. Dad, I just want to be with you. Well, Pastor Chris, it's got to be more religious sounding. There's got to be some these and some thous and some King's English. And I, and I should be crying and, and the lights should be dimming and an organ should be playing. And, and, and then I should have to wait for you to call me forward. And then this, no. Decide now, right where you're at. Why would you wait? Why would you wait for me to give you permission to do what God's already made a way for you to do right now? Why would you wait for me, just another broken man, to give you permission to come to the Father that's already running for you? Come on now. 
Don't wait. So let's do this. I'm going to give you a moment to just pray and go before God. Well, Pastor Chris, it'll be silent and awkward and nothing will be happening. No, something will be happening. Decisions are being made. People are leaving the pig pen. Self-righteous are leaving the fields and seeing their father maybe for the first time. And we rejoice. But just would you take a moment to check yourself to see where you're at? Father, we thank you today. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for making a way. We thank you for running towards us through the person of Jesus Christ. We thank you for running towards us even when we were a far way off. Father, we thank you for it. Father, my prayer is that we all have responded. Whether we are from the fields or the pig pen, it doesn't matter that we have responded with, Father, forgive me for not seeing you. Let a celebration take place today because even if just one returns, even if just one, there is celebrating in heaven. Thanks for joining us. If you would like prayer, you can text Freedom Prayer to 94000 and send us your prayer request. And don't forget to find us on social media at Freedom Church STL. You can also find more info on our website at freedomchurchstl.com.